<laughs> okay, first of all, you guys are already doing it, and I love it. Furniture puns. Uh, hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, welcome to the to the NXT Tuesday. This thing. is your NXT Sourgraphs post show for Tuesday, <laughs> August 8th, guys. Please get in your super tads and your humper tads. You've already got furniture puns. I was going to suggest anniversary puns, but I think we've done them before. But since we're clearly doing furniture puns, I do want to just take a moment to acknowledge that it was Luis's fightful anniversary. So give some love. Give a shout out to our wonderful moderator, Luis, who's the absolute best. He's so much more than a moderator. He keeps all of the mean people out of the chat. He organizes all of our chats. He's our research guy. When you guys are like, do an impression of someone and read this monologue from this movie. He's like, I will find the transcript of that movie for you. He's incredible. So give a ton of love to Luis in the chat if you would be so kind. But other than that, we're going to remind you to leave a thumbs up on this video, please. It helps people find us in the algorithm. We're also going to ask you to subscribe to the FIFA YouTube channel if you haven't yet. We are under 1,000 people away, 1,000 subscribers away from 100,000, which is the mark that we're trying to gun for. Hey, do it before my Fightful anniversary, which I think is the 13th. I would really appreciate that. That would be neat. Uh, two years already. My goodness. Uh, and we'll, of course, remind you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Boy, oh boy, has it been busy over there, Alex. <laughs> Tons of news going up about SummerSlam news and Fallout and the gals match being moved for no reason and... Um, Brock and Cody stipulations and all sorts of stuff uh, and more is coming down the pike. I promise you that going in to the big Wembley pay-per-view, which I'm sure Ricky Rainbow will be in attendance at. So we appreciate all of the things. We come in with a laundry list of favors that we ask you guys know at the beginning of the show. So there it is. But we do appreciate the support and whenever you guys show it to us. So thank you so much. Kind of a, a tale of two episodes of NXT tonight, Alex, I feel like. Yep. But the stuff yeah. that was good, I thought was great. And the sure. stuff that I thought was bad, I was like, uh. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And-, and most importantly, there were just like a lot of people today on Twitter that were like, wow, Kate's T- Tiffany Stratton impression is really dead on. And I was like, thank you. It feels good to be acknowledged. I understand why Roman says it in every city he goes to. Because it is like, acknowledge me. Okay? I get it. I am really good at a Tiffany Stratton impression. Mm-hmm. And I think when she speaks in mm-hmm. a normal voice versus her mm-hmm. promo voice, people start mm-hmm. to realize how good I am at this. Okay? Mm-hmm. I might yeah. only have one impression. Mm-hmm. Do it real well. Mm-hmm. Not all of us are a buffet. Mm-hmm. Leave that to you. Mm-hmm. But it's just nice to be acknowledged. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Um... TBH, you're really good at this. Thanks. <laughs> when she dropped a TBH, I was like, mm. TBH? I'm at the tippy tippy top of the list of people mm-hmm. that do Tiffany Stratton impressions. Yep. There's not that many people, but there I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Um, uh, JW Pringle starts with Alex the Amazing, Kate the Amazing. Papa Paul, Elizabeth the Amazing, Amazing Sisters, Jambeard the Amazing, Alpha Bill the Amazing, Amazing Louise, and all the rest of the amazing SGS family. Much love. Thank you so much. I guess right. we're red because we're all amazing. Right. There you go. Yes, that was always. an amazing red joke for those of you. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what a nerd I am. But it's good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, Mustafa Ali uh, and Axiom kicked us off. Their match was uh, with no commercials. Yeah. I think all Mustafa Ali matches should be without commercials. Um, and just let him go. And he and Axiom uh, turned in a great match. Um, and I mean, there was just some amazing stuff. It, watch it. Just like it's that like it's one of those things that people who who you know don't watch NXT. This one, I feel like you can go out of your way to, to see. Um, it's the kind of thing that that if two hundred five live, if the cruiserweight division still existed, Axiom would be in it right now. Um, and this is the kind of thing that you would have been watching the cruiserweights do. Like if if they actually um, were smart, what I pitched to them in twenty seventeen, <laughs> they'd still be doing. To kick off the second hour of every episode of Raw, there is a cruiserweight title defense. And you you just have, you give them, there's a 15-minute time limit. And just let them go. You put one commercial in the middle, because you got to do commercials, I understand it, but put it in picture, picture. And let them go and have this kind of a match every time. Sometimes it goes to a title limit draw, time limit draw. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, but often enough... Um, that it actually becomes a thing, the titles change hands, and nobody misses that for that because that what does that do? That creates um, the anticipation of something happening, and also you get to watch these brilliant guys wrestle. And nobody took me up on it. And find, and as a matter of fact, right after I suggested that, they gave the entire third hour of Raw to Enzo Amore. So, like the opposite of what I suggested. Um, so, um, no, no, this, this was great and everything that, that I wanted Mustafa Ali to be able to do when he, when he went, when he went to NXT, while I was calling him for, to like, get, at least get some kind of run in NXT, like three, four years ago, I was calling for that. This is excellent. And I love the gray area of it because Mustafa Ali is an amazing storyteller of, um, I'm, I'm just going to win the match. I'm going to win the match. You're not going to stop me from winning the match because I have to win this match. Um, the, the moment of trying to grab on to Axiom to like, to, to give him a punch and accidentally like almost pulls the mask off, but he lets go immediately. Like I didn't mean to do that. That was not my intention. I was not going to unmask you. That was not my thing. I get it. But also recognizing a split second later. Um, oh, I have an advantage here. And just ruthlessly, Shoving a man to his death off of a cliff, um, running but out, like grabbing, honorably, but know? but like, but like, no, in a way of I have to win this match. You're in this match with yes. Me. We're having. I'm winning the match. Like he didn't, he didn't cheat, but he did not give a damn if he injured Axiom in that moment because he was winning the match. That was the, the and and I appreciated Vic Joseph giving a bit of his history of how close he has come over the years to being a champion and never cross that threshold. And now he's obsessed with it. I think it's a really cool thing. And Mustafa Ali is playing it. Um, so he, he does that little ruthless moment, uh, hits the 450, pins Axiom. And then he says a little thing to the, like, they were piping in booze. And then they weren't piping them in anymore when he was giving his promo to the camera, because I guess they weren't, they weren't able to like mask it correctly. For that there was thing. something I, I thought it was just me, but I, I think a lot of people have this. There was something going on with the audio. I feel like uh, the first half of the show there was just like some hissing, but I I also think they don't know. 
I don't think they know if Mustafa Ali is heel or face. Well, and they run into that stuff a lot because they're bad yeah. at it. But I think they this one's a little bit different. Like this they, yeah. one is, it feels like a, we have to kind of test this out to see where the chips fall with this guy. Well, when he was doing his promo, they were chanting Ali. It's like, yeah, I know it. All these people know it. He was calling attention to that fact that these people are rooting for him. Um, I'm starting a campaign to be the next North American champion. Um, uh, and, and then uh, a campaign. And then on Twitter, he said the campaign starts next week campaign for those of you who were her one around a year and a half ago maybe even longer longer um, yeah. when he was uh when he was first like listen i want out of this place please give me my release yeah. and they were like no we have all of these amazing things planned for you including not being on tv for months at a time um uh his his pitch that they had actually filmed like a test thing for a test promo uh was like a politician kind of a thing running to be president of the real America um, for the U S for the U S title. So you can just easily go and make that North American title. And I feel like it still works. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure they're going to do it, but I'm 88 to 92% sure they're going to do that. So that's extremely for precise for not being sure. That's just like, I'm exactly the center. I'm, I'm allowing myself a 12% to 8% chance of being wrong. Uh, well, that's important because that's also a percentage of being disappointed. And as we learned at SummerSlam, they love yeah. sending us home disappointed yeah. with their top programs. Yeah. Um, this match was fantastic. Like, we knew it was going to be it's Mustafa Ali and a, and a kid. I mean, it's... He's a kid, but he's a very talented kid. He's a very talented kid. You know, they started you know, young back, in the UK. Back in, back in my day, he would have been on the Mickey Mouse Club. That's how talented a kid he was. My goodness. It's true. I thought your day was the Oregon Trail, though. So just, no, just no. some, it, some it all ambiguity. It all, just... it all depends. It all depends. Time was a construct when it comes mm -hmm. to Linder. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, this was fantastic. And... One of, and I think because we've seen so much start and stop with Mustafa Ali and so many character changes and so many, um, he's, he's just very good at, I can create a story in this match, even when there's not a feud for that story to be told in. Like to your point, he's just always trying to win the match. And what's cool about it is he's had these flares of being a heel, but he also is kind of this perpetual underdog, right? So these things kind of, verge at these really interesting points and it's such a slippery slope because i feel like if i was tuning in watching me say this i would be like she just said this a bad thing a couple weeks ago it's like it's really really tricky because when an artist is in control of that it's some of the most rewarding thing you can ever see when an artist is not in control of that they look like an idiot and the creative mm -hmm. suffers so it's just one of those things where it's like how masterful is the person in charge of this and that's a really tricky thing to um, adequately express on a post show with like actual criticism because I'm saying the same thing is good and bad, but in this case, um, it's like a it's a character layer rather than a divergence from one to the other. So it, it's just really interesting because he's trying to win the match. He didn't want to unmask mm -hmm. a kid Axiom because he is not a lack of respect for him. But he will violently throw him out of the ring because it's still a wrestling match and he can win it. So there's just like these 
Oh, just amazing, amazing, amazing colors that got filled in in this match. And, and Mustafa Ali is just, there's some people that I'm just like, man, the swings and misses making my Yankees look good. Dolph Ziggler will always be one of them to me. Mustafa Ali will always be one of them to me. Chad Gable was real close, but they're figuring it out. Um, yep. But but he's just so damn good at every aspect of this. And I was also surprised this kicked off the show. I don't know why. We knew our main event was going to be what it was. I just for some reason figured this would be like a top of the second hour thing, maybe because I figured the pacing was going to be hot. But um, this was this was great, and I'm very intrigued by the post-match. God willing, uh, Mustafa ends Dominic's reign at Heat Wave, but we can kind of get into and talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, by the way, there's a Heat Wave. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. I've, I've, oh, boy, I've, is that ever I've, a heat wave. This has been one of the hottest summers on record. Listen, I cannot stop schwitzing everywhere. In the places I didn't even know I could schwitz, I'm schwitzing. So listen, it's a terrible thing. But remember a couple of years ago, they, they surprised us with a roadblock. Which could be they very dangerous. If there's a surprise the roadblock, roadblock, you could you could you could you could inadvertently cause like a pileup on the interstate. You never want to be surprised by a roadblock. You know, but the, here's what I hate about this heat wave. Yeah, is all of the people who are walking outside now come and they walk at the mall and they're messing up our routes. That's and right. I don't That's like it. it one bit. One side, Junior, get out of the way. Exactly, and yep. I gotta say, it's always Brenda, just yep. always in the way. Listen, so listen, but they surprised us with. With with a with a roadblock a couple of years ago, they did. Time, they're surprising us with a heat wave. Although, as you said, it's not really a surprise because it's been hot all over the place. Oh my goodness! Did you see what's been happening in Alaska? In Alaska, it's so hot in Alaska. All the ice melted and caused a huge flood, so all the houses are falling into the river in Alaska. See, I thought there was just polar bears up there and penguins, and that's it. Well, but I didn't I, know the bears were melting up there because I thought everybody lived in the igloos. I thought they lived in the igloos. Yeah, that house is melting. And they and they fish through the through the holes in the ice. Exactly. That's how they all live. That's how they live in Canada too. That's how they live. That's that's where Chris Jericho is from. He was mm -hmm. born in an igloo. He was Joel born Pearl, in an igloo. He mm -hmm. frequently does his podcasts. Right that's why they call it the Great White North because it's always snowing up there. That's right. That's all four mean. seasons. The four seasons. Have you ever have you been to the? To oh the four my seasons? God! With the They've Frankie got, Valley, I oh, love the, the, four no, the, the four seasons. The bit of Frankie Valley. I'm talking about the restaurant at the hotel. The four seasons. Oh my God! It's oh my delightful. God! Now, listen, my sister took me there a couple of weeks ago. They have this new salmon dish. By the way, salmon is from Alaska. Did you know that? Anyway, it all comes back around full circle. What happening? <laughs> I could do that literally for the rest of my life. Dude, I got ADD. That's just what goes on <laughs> in my head. Just not in an old lady voice. Um, anyway, there's a heat wave. And it's in two weeks. Um, <laughs> no, I'll do it. I'll, I swear to God, I can't stop myself. I can't. I turn on the weatherman. He doesn't even know what's happening tomorrow. How can they tell me there's going to be a heat wave in two weeks? That's impossible. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> I hope a bunch of new people tuned in just then. <laughs> Suckers, get on board or get left behind. All this right. So, here. um, <clears throat> yes, there's a heat wave in two weeks. Um, um. So, Schism is looking for um the creeds. Um, Alex, but what all... I said at the beginning of the show, the highs were very high and the lows were very low. Yeah. Yeah. These two segments back to back mm -hmm. 
a good little microcosm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're looking for the creeds um, by beating down all the other tag teams. They beat down uh, Ikimajiro and somebody. And then they beat down um, uh, Hank and Tank, who have decided to call themselves Smash Mouth. And it it doesn't it doesn't feel like they understand the inherent jokes they can that can be made with that name. Like well, I want one might say they ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's the thing um, <clears throat> that I wanted them to do as soon as they mentioned that. Because Tank says, I got a great name for us that that, that is kind of like it ties into our style of wrestling. You know, Smash Mouth. Which, before the band, that would be a style of, of fighting or football or whatever that you would call, oh, it's a very Smash Mouth kind of team or an offense or whatever, Smash Mouth, yeah. right? But then the, then the band came along, kind of ruined that phrase being used for anything else. And I kind of love the idea of Hank and Tank having no knowledge of the band. <laughs> um, and people coming like, Smash Mouth, that's cool. Yeah, you know, the, the you know, um, hey, now, you're a rock star, right? He's like, I'm, I'm not a rock star, I'm a wrestler. Anyway, see you later, guys. And like, them just completely being oblivious to this. This is the kind of thing is like, the, the brand of stupid comedy that I want in my wrestling is actually subversively smart comedy. And, I... and they never do that. I want to go a step farther and they keep making references to Smash Mouth, but not realizing they're doing it. So they'd yes. be like, yeah. you know, I like our new name, but I was watching Sour Grabs and the media men beg to differ. Like, I just want, like, I want, mm-hmm. I want that. I want yeah. them to mm-hmm. be like, well, we might as well be walking on the sun. And people are like, ha ha ha. And they're like, what? <laughs> I just, I want, I want just, you know, just, just have them start off like, Start off with promos with somebody once told me, and then just and then just move on to a next the rest of the promo. Like it's like something that, that like an old coach in high school told them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, so yeah, they got they got they got beat up by the schism. Um, and then the schism uh decided they were gonna go after a Tony D and um and 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 stacks. Good luck, nerds. Yeah, with I liked it. Like, hey, we got lots of information. I mean, we got lots of intel. Did you know uh, that uh, that uh, uh, Wesley Dragonly long lost cousins? Like they're 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 doing the, like, yeah, sure, copper. I got lots of information to give you. Did you know um, the Pythagorean theorem? Like, it's just this. It is very funny. It's um, great. And I and I like it a lot, and it is it is it is maddening to me that um, that there's not it's not two sided. Like God bless UIV, they're trying, but they're but they're they're honestly so angry about having to do this that they can't like teeter over into absurd anger. They're just literally just anger. So it just it doesn't quite work both ways, but. I do love um, um, Stax and Tony D producing crowbars out of thin air. Like they're standing there holding their belts and all of a sudden there's a crowbar at each hand. And I was like, that's great. I don't know who passed those to you behind the, the, the scenes, but that was amazing. Um, and yeah, so in two weeks at the heat wave that we're, we're getting by surprise. Uh, no, wait, next week they're going to face them, right? Or heat wave they're going to face them. Next week they're going to face them. Next week. 
because I'm probably sure that GYV is going to face the creeds at Heatwave. Uh, I am excited to see GYV and um, the creeds in something. I'm nervous this is going to turn into a triple threat. Because mm, yeah. then, what are you doing with your tag team champions? Then, well, you know? yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, they're 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 defending their titles the week before Heat Wave. Not every, not there's going to be like just random. Um, uh, it's it's a it's a two hour network, uh, you know, t- cable show. So yeah, I, but I, Gold Rush was two episodes. I don't, I don't, I don't. They haven't said that Heat Wave is two episodes. Although, let's be honest, you know. The heat wave is gonna last oh all God, month. It's gonna. It's been all it's, summer. But it, 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 it's got. It's we're gonna be sweltering on Halloween. Mark my words. I, oh, I, it'll be wreaking I, havoc this weather on Halloween. Everybody, go out there and get your extra sexy version of whatever you're gonna be for Halloween, because you're gonna want to have on it the least amount of clothes possible, because it's gonna be so hot, so hot for Halloween. That's just you all the time, because you're so bad. That's true. It is. Um. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, uh, long-term with them, but they're at least they get to defend their titles. That's nice. Um, uh, Jim Beard says Hank and Tank should go up to the other teams and ask, why can't we be friends? 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 Um, didn't they do uh, a Shrek thing too? Yes. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Um, Luis uh, says because they beat the piss out of each other, that's why. That's why they can't be friends. So that's a that's a very fair point. Mm-hmm. You make a good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um. <clears throat> remember how I said Kalani Jordan uh, was was set up last week by Dana Brooke to go out there in the middle of the ring and call out somebody, anybody, and have a fight. And instead of doing exactly what they said and have it be Blair Davenport by surprise, um, which would have helped to um, protect Kalani Jordan because she wouldn't have been prepared for Blair Davenport um, and would would allow you to really let Blair Davenport like really kind of embarrass Kalani Jordan. Um, uh, But it would all be set up because Dana Brooke made Kalani Jordan go out there and challenge anybody in the locker room to come out and face me right now. And it's Blair Davenport who's pissed about losing to Roxanne Perez. So she makes quick work of Kalani Jordan. Um, And then you can have Dana Brooke feud with Blair Davenport, which is what you want to do ultimately anyway, instead of doing any of that, which would have made sense and have happened like done a lot of things in a story wise motion that would have helped a lot of the characters. Instead they had, um, Kalani call out Blair Davenport by name specifically over the weekend on Instagram. So she she said, Blair Davenport, I want you, which is not what you said you were going to do last week, but that's okay. Uh, and then Blair Davenport comes out and has a match with Kalani Jordan and just beats Kalani Jordan in just the most match of a match, just a match. And um, it doesn't really seem to like do much of, like she beats Kalani Jordan. And she has a vicious knee to win it, but it didn't really feel like it was the match was telling a story of Kyle Jordan was in way over her head and Blair Davenport was pissed, blah, blah, blah. The only story that I came away with remembering is that nobody give uh, Dana Brooke a belt. 
like just any kind of belt cuz cuz she um she just runs into the ring flailing a belt that's been folded over too many times to be a weapon anymore cuz it's like this long in her hand she's swinging it but it's this long because she's folded it over like four or five times yeah. um so so she's swinging around and she falls on her face uh and then she's yelling at Kalani Jordan what was that what was that i There are so many things wrong. <laughs> the first is Dana Brooke did not come down and win a bunch of matches. So mm -hmm. she doesn't have the authority in this. No. At all. Um, mm -hmm. I think Kalani Jordan has more wins than she does. Mm -hmm. So her being some authoritative figure about all this does not work. The other thing is we just saw Dana Brooke. And this isn't even going into the issues that I have with Dana in the ring. Because I have some issues with Dana in the ring. Because they're not great. Um, if you find your like inner dark side or whatever, which we've seen nine hundred people do, and especially the women's division, God, who has not tapped into something that was in them all along? Barf! Like they've run this trope out so many times. But when you do that, like Dana came down, they buried her on commentary for some reason. She didn't get a bunch of wins, so she doesn't look authoritative and impressive and like that main roster presence coming down then she taps into her inner cat ears dark ear gal and um she also doesn't have a bunch of wins to make it seem like oh i unlocked something in me i can show you the way because i i found my killer instinct and it helped me win all these matches so for you to win all these matches you have to find your killer instinct she just switched her gear and put on cat ears once. That is the only thing that's happened. And I think she got one win in the process. So for you to be the guiding light doesn't work. Um, and it's just not viable. And that's not even because of wherever you're at with Dana's ring work. That's just bad storytelling from somebody that was supposed to come down from the main roster and be... You know, I don't think people were maybe had the same expectations that they do with a Rhea Ripley coming down, but like it was supposed to feel like a big deal. Um, but you have to you have to have the wins to back it up, and I know we say that a lot, but like Dana's also not the kind of performer that can get away with just what we had a problem with, but overall was working by their definition like Grayson Waller was doing where he would lose and be like I don't care I'm still going viral whatever like Dana doesn't have that mm -hmm. so you just by your own error creatively you mm -hmm. are making your performer so vulnerable for no reason at all it's it's just pure laziness and um this also just feels weird because I don't know what's going on with Cora Jade. She's like leading a new nexus to the main roster, but she's deactivated on Instagram yeah. and she's nowhere to be found. So I don't know where she was in that. I don't know if she's coming back. What's going on? So, um, um I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Luis reminding us that Dana has more losses in NXT than Kalani does. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my, like, my thing. you know, that's the thing. Um, I, I, um, huh. Uh, the, the backstage segment where Dana like comes in and is vaguely threatening Kalani for sucking so much and not tapping into her 
her inner dark side and it's like well now you can tell uh it's it's very subtle but you can tell that dana brooke is tapping into her dark side because um she's wearing black and yes. that's all you need to, that's, all, that's all you need to do it's a black kendo stick away man to do that so um that's yeah um that's it so um but she's like having a manic episode in the locker room where she's like trying to i don't know what it is that but she's just go she's yeah 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 the Kalani's like here and she's talking over at this general direction very wild with her hands still holding the belt folded over eight times and i it's just i don't and to kalani's credit she was like I've had three matches. I don't yeah. know what like my killer instinct looks like yet. Well, then you wait and you see next week when I show Blair Davenport my killer instinct. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you get your own killer instinct by watching somebody else's killer instinct? I, I isn't, don't, isn't killer instinct a video game? I don't is. know things. It is. Look at me. I knew a thing. You did. You knew, you, I knew a you thing knew about a thing. video games. You knew a thing. Also, Red Dead Redemption is now on a, a new platform of some sort. So <laughs> that's all my video game knowledge. It is it the 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 first the the first one that came out in 2010. They have finally uh, uh on Switch, maybe? Was it Switch? Uh, yep, they finally ported it to the Nintendo Switch. Um so you can play a game that is 13 years old. Uh, on the same game your kid your same system your kid plays Mario Kart on. So awesome. You're such a default call. Huh? Uh, I learned that from MJF. <laughs> uh, um so uh hey um we all we all know um that Tyler Bate and Noam Dar are great and then they proved it so that was fun. In what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A match that wasn't actually for the cup. Hey, um, yeah, let's just have the metaphor do their entrance every week. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No matter if they have matches or even segments. The best. So good. Um, and, um, so this match is excellent. Um, they're, they're both brilliant, but Tyler Bate wins. Just wins. He, he wins. He's able to, to, to get a little, like a pinning combination to get the two falls to one and he wins and he wins the non-actual, uh, cup. Um, and uh, of course, Noam Dar is very distraught about this. But the match was great. What, what did you What did you think of it? Do you have specific things you wanted to highlight? I thought the second fall in particular was fantastic. Yeah, it was I, great. I love, love, love this. Tyler Bates just so damn good. Like I, um, I, there's a lot I liked about this. I I also just like having the Heritage Cup. Like I like, I'm a pure rules nerd. Like I I like time limits and stipulation i'm a i'm a square i like when there's a specific type of framework for a match to function in just because by nature it's going to have a different story than everything else on the show because that's what it's set up to do and i also feel like divisions like that or belts like that or cups like that in this case are a really great way to build out something that's lateral to your traditional belts that makes people still feel important, but it's not like, okay, they have a mid-card title, they have a top title, where are they in that? Like, it's a really good way to move sideways and to kill time in a sense, but still make people feel important at the top of your program. So I do just want to say, overall, love the Heritage Cup being here. Um, love Tyler Bate being on my screen after they completely screwed him in that triple threat story. Uh, he's so good. I also loved in the, the falls that he was just like, he lost his fall, but he just, he meditates. So he was fine. Like him being able to pull that character piece into something that feels like a very serious, uh, uh, framework for matches to be happening in, I thought was so good. And the other thing that's really impressed me about this all match was fantastic course um i wouldn't normally like what they were doing with a different collection of guys of like we have the fake heritage cup and the real one because this should feel kind of more like sports-based honorable whatever but no amdar is just so damn funny i can't help but be in love with this like this is all so much of this has hinged on him being really great and having a really, really good handle on the story that they're telling with this. Nathan Frazier walking in with his and looking to, at Tyler Bate and calling it the Spider-Man meme was hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. this is not something I would normally like comedy mixed up in, but because Noam Dar has been just such a fantastic force uh, in all of this, I, I've, I've been so impressed by the way they've been able to execute that story around it. Um, so, uh, here is, um, I think, the crucial thing that makes what you're talking about work is uh, it's Noam Dar, but the fact that Noam Dar is so deadly serious about it <laughs> with this ridiculous cup because he was, he missed it so much. And, and he was like, he was catatonic and they gave him the fake one and he, he perked back up again and he loves the cup and he eats the cup. 
Um, that doesn't count. Tell- like weekend yeah. at Bernie's dead. <laughs> but he was—he's so completely serious about it that it is funny. And um, then you have um, Nathan Frazier and also now Tyler Bate of Come on, man! You know that's not the real cup. Um, and um, and they're being kind of like just not even really pissed about it because it doesn't it doesn't affect anything because. Because Nathan, Nathan Frazier knows he's the real champ. He's just like, no, Em, you're better than this. Okay? As opposed to, I'm the real champion. I'm the real one. That's nobody ever pinned me for it. Which, like, makes you makes you feel like a, makes, to, to me, makes you feel like you're the, I don't know, like you're a, you're a fifth grader on the playground. Yeah, it like, makes you feel like a little weenie. Like I'm the <laughs> real king of the swing set. No one else is king of the swing set but me. I'm like, come on, dude. Um, and everyone also having to take you very seriously kind of, to me, makes it the kind of like, oh, come on, seriously. There's a big giant eye roll. So um, the um, this was is so great, especially um, Tyler Bate standing there like this, like uh, just, just polishing off his, his, his hot one heritage cup. And then in comes... Nathan Frazier over here, like, hi, over there. That is just, just there holding our very large, very small pieces of furniture. Just and Nathan Frazier appeared so abruptly. Like, hi, hi. how's it going? We're the Spider Man meme. Um, and, uh, and then, well, um, well, I think I could maybe convince Tyler to give you back your heritage cup if you admit it's all bollocks, it's not real. Just tell him it's not real. He'll give it back to you, won't you, Tyler? Yes, I suppose I will. I suppose I will give it back. Um, if you tell me that it's not real. And then he does. And he gives it back. And it's very funny. Um, and then we get Tyler Bate saying, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Yeah, you were, I owe you one. All right, okay. Um, and that's great. Uh, so no I am Dar. Uh, versus Nathan Frazier uh, for the just... real cup, and then Tyler Bate versus Nathan Frazier for the real cup. That's fun. Good That's stuff. so much fun. And yeah. I also love Noam Abdar and this being like, ah, <laughs> such like this childlike disposition yep. Yep. about it. Yep. Uh, I can't believe how well this is working. Yep. Because I would say comedy has not been NXT's forte. In quite a while, but these guys are crushing it. These mm-hmm. guys are crushing it, and you're right because the serious, the actual Heritage Cup is being treated with like this is still like a gentleman's trophy, and we're gonna have matches about it. Is mm-hmm. is such a refreshing piece of this? So much fun, such a great match. Go watch it if you didn't like. Worth seeking out. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. like there's two bookers in the back. There's the booker that's giving us Party City Schism mm-hmm. and Dana Brooke having a nutty with a tiny belt. And then there's the booker that's giving us mm-hmm. Musafa Ali and Axiom and things like the Heritage Cup. Very, very topsy little turvy NXT yep. tonight. Um, I love this too. Tyler Bay should have kept the fake cup and metaphor get Noam a second fake cup so that all three had cups. But but this time they couldn't go to a place that could make an exact replica, so it's literally just like a coffee mug 
or like or like a really tiny trophy they had to go it's his like, number one dad on it yeah yes exactly <laughs> and they and they like cross it out with sharpie it says heritage cup champion perfect that's what they should they should have done that and then and then have have noam dar insist that his was the real one that's what they should have done um so um louise says i think hbk books one part of nxt and the other is Gabe, or at least it feels like it, since there's a lot of 2000 ROH in there. In the, yeah, in the in the good stuff. Feels it felt a little bit black and gold. Mm-hmm. Give me chill. Um. So, um, uh, Wesley, so Dijak comes in to talk to um. Um, did we already miss this, or is he saving it for later? Um. So. Uh, there's the the earlier on in this thing we 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 see um, uh, we see evil Cody Rhodes Ilya Dragunov um, with he's got an he's got a goatee so he's he's the he's the evil twin but he's also blonde but it's not quite as spiky it's very slick back but he's also in a suit and he's not American so he's the absolute evil twin for 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 Cody Rhodes the suit and the blonde hair. It, it, it was like you know who that's who he is. He's evil Cody Rhodes, and um, and he and so causes he, adversity. And, yes, he does. It. That's right. Um, uh, but oh, but also, um, he likes being in pain, whereas uh, whereas Cody has to push through it very heroically. Yeah. Like it's actually it's 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 his favorite thing to do. Um, so uh, yeah, he's um. He basically calls that Trick Williams. And Trick Williams comes out, and they have a, a promo off thing. And basically, the tenor of this is Trick being like, "I'm not the same pushover I used to be. Um, everybody thought I couldn't go, or whatever. But I'm, you know, I'm, you know, all this extra muscle now is talking, blah blah blah, something like this. And so, um, and and Ill Dragon, I was like, "You stupid little boy! You have no idea of what you're getting yourself into." And I'm just like. This is great because he's not like I hate you. I'm gonna I'm gonna murder you. He's like I'm going to murder you, but only because you're not smart enough to just back off. Um, and I I I really honestly love it. I love I love the 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 heel um, who who realize like who's who takes pity on the baby face for calling him out. It's the best like, you really don't want to do this because I'm I'm going to severely injure you. I once with once the once the match start once the match starts I will not be responsible for my actions. You are going to spend time in the hospital. And all you have to do right now to avoid leave that is just leave me alone. And and Trick's not going to do it. He has to. It's he's got to prove his manhood to himself or Mello or somebody. So um so when Heat Wave it's going to be Trick versus Ilya Dragunov. And um and yeah, I don't know what this I don't know this feels like a they could easily make it um a version of the Alistair Black uh Velveteen Redacted uh story. Sure. Where <laughs> ba- will we'll, we'll basically um like all uh Trick wants is is Ilya to respect him the way he respects Carmelo Hayes. And honestly, I wouldn't I because that if you do that, all Trick's gotta do. Is is really impress Ilya, and Ilya can win, but say I do respect you. You're really great, and you're gonna get better, and move on. 
as opposed to um, like having to do the thing where the baby face eventually triumphs because you're never going to get me to buy Trick Williams beating Ilya Dragunov. So. So there's a, I really liked this. And it's kind of cool because there are now some stories in NXT that are making sense, which is refreshing. This is one of them. Um, I, we both didn't love the finish to the title match, but they're at least doing something with yeah, it. They they're, are. Like to their credit, they're paying it off. So mm -hmm. that I really, really like. Um, I'm going to say up front that I think Trick did a great job with this segment because the rest yes. of my time on this is going to be talking about how great Ilya Dragunov is because yes. I just love him. But Trick has really found uh, a he's really found his voice in a way that is completely unique to him in wrestling, and I think that's one of the hardest things to do in a promotion, especially that relies heavily on different templates. Like mm -hmm. he has found a completely unique lane. I think this was a really good establishing. I'm out on my own promo. He did a really great job with it. Ilya Dragunov saying, sometimes my eyes turn red because of the wrath that you're about to endure. Yeah. Yeah. Popped me to no end. He justified yeah. his red contacts, Alex. Yes, he did. Yes. He's so good at this, mm -hmm. and he's mm -hmm. so believable as this guy, and it's... Mm -hmm. It's hard to be that guy when you don't have a lot of size, but he's so vicious and hard-hitting in the ring, and his whole uh, presentation is so good that you buy this, like, man, don't mess with that guy thing. Like, I buy into that with him because he's so damn good at this, and I like that they connected the dots here of... He, he was really upset because he would... The only thing standing between him and that NXT championship was Trick Williams hitting him with it. And Trick said, you mm -hmm. ran into it, buddy. I didn't take a swing at you with it. You mm -hmm. ran into it. Very, very, very well justified. This is good. And I think it also kind of leaves the door open to Carmelo and Ilya in the future if you wanted to run it back, depending on how Carmelo and um, Trick's relationship develops out of this. Like, it, I, That's certainly what I would like to revisit. But I I just thought this was fantastic, and it made me it was really refreshing to see some continuity with things. Like it didn't just get yep. thrown off a cliff. So yeah, um, Ilya's just a world class performer, man. I don't know what mm -hmm. to say other than that. Like, yep. what a what a pro wrestler. Yeah. Um, uh, as uh, Luis says, Cody fights adversity. Ilya smashes adversity with a falling forearm. So that's correct. Let's do it. Um, so some other things to 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 kind of slightly breeze through here um Tyler breeze through they, yes um they are uh interviewing catchpoint backstage is, i don't know what they call themselves that's what louise calls them uh charlie dempsey and drew gulak because they're supposed to face uh, hank and tank tonight but they're hurt um and damon kemp says i know who you could fight me and i would say you know who you need to fight your tailor because they <laughs> sit you out there with the shirt that had holes in it what does like, do you have mo do you have a moth problem, Damon Kemp? Um, it's I've, I haven't seen moth eaten be a thing for like the 1930s delineate hobos, but okay, fine, whatever. And they're like, nah, we know you're tough, but you're not that tough. And then yeah, hey, you hear? Did you say tough? Me and my friend, we're tough. We're gonna have, we're gonna be tough, tough, toughity, tough, tough. And so it's double double vest and the beach say we'll, you, we'll fight you. Um, and, Are they uh, now hipster Joe Dirt though? This is a new look, and it is weird. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we haven't seen them in a while. 
It's been a while. So, Same with Horse Girl. Yeah. So then they have a match with uh, with Catchpoint, and uh, the, uh, Double Vest of the Beach lose because Damon Kemp comes down and attacks Beach. I think I don't know. Um, and so yeah, so Catchpoint wins, and they're like celebrating with with Damon Kemp, like he's part of the family now. Um, so like he proved himself, and it and it worked. So there's that. Uh, and then later in the night. Uh, Trick Williams comes out uh, out of the out of the place, and there's always like a reporter in the parking lot, just waiting to ask people questions, which I always find very odd with NXT. They don't do that any other any other facet of, of WWE. It's the most dangerous place to yes, send reporters. Journalists stay out of there. It's, My God, it's bad. It's a bad place. It's a bad neighborhood. Um, it's like, hey, Trick. So you got your match for Dragonov. Is it really wise to keep poking the dragon? And then he gives some ridiculous answer, and then. Um, uh catchpoint comes out and led by damon kemp was like look hey it's it's you you finally got tired of holding mellow's purse uh and like you look like you've been holding two burgers you're fat you're a fatty fatty fat fat and J- true gulag's like come on come on trick that's not nice <laughs> we don't fat shame here that's not okay. yeah um and so he says i got something for you next week so true drew gulag versus trick williams uh, next week as a tune-up for Trick Williams for the Heat Wave. We also forgot to mention that Catchpoint has the worst young boy in all of the world. Yes, yes, in Miles Bourne. Yes, he's not very good at this. Miles Bourne, you had, all your, your whole job is to bring water and ice packs and towels yeah, to the ring. That's, that's all, it. That's, that's your young boy gimmick. And yep. he's like, I don't have waters. And Drew Gulak's yeah. like, get to the back, you loser. Yeah. Um, But my immediate thought with Trick was Oh my God, he's out on his own, and nobody warned him about the parking lot. Like mm-hmm. that was, I was nervous for his well-being. Yep, it's a dangerous place. Yep, but thankfully, it seems like the technical wrestlers of the world are less concerned about murder and more concerned yep. about professional wrestling matches. So, but don't make a habit of a trick. You won't live to tell the story. Mm-hmm. No, um, he also calls uh, Charlie Dempsey an Oompa Loompa. Which is like e- either he's Willy Wonka or an Oompa Loompa. He can't be both things. Those those aren't because <laughs> he's the guy who called him a, a Willy Wonka uh, because he wears purple. And I think that's it. And the curly hair. Um, so that concludes that little angle. This is the thing: is that I uh, I I appreciate them running threads throughout the whole thing, but it's hard to talk about them and try to try to chronologically. It's very difficult well, as the yeah. host of a show um, to do that. So. So do you want to take a, a pun break? Oh yeah, let's get let's do let's do a pun break. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Pun break. Pun break. Pun break. Dungeon Master of Puppets says Cesaro sectional. <laughs> uh, True Infamous says chair shots to the headboards. J Electric Mayhem says uh, uh, Bruiser Brody and others. Oh uh, well, I, I always think of this as the Berserker, but yes, Bruiser Buddy also would say. Hutch, 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 hutch. Not hutch. That's very good. (laughs) Um, uh, True Infamous says, the chairman of furniture, Vincent Kennedy Swivel Chair McMahon. Sean Spears Uh, is the chairman now. Thank you. Yeah. uh, Jambeard says, Willow Nightstand. (laughs) Willow Nightstandingale is how I would probably do it. Willow Nightstand. (laughs) Soul Sofa. Joe Coffee Table. (laughs) And um, there you go. Coffee table. And Stulo Sokoa. Um, Tom, Tom Lally says, uh, Chair Bronson and Chair Boulder, the iron sofa bed. 
<laughs> Robert Lyle says Jonathan Couchman, which is the leader in the clubhouse so far. I'm loving Jonathan Couchman. So obvious and yet so great. Excellent. Um, Paul Elizabeth says Grayson Wall Unit. <laughs> Good one, Dad. True, true Infamous says Kaylee Raymore and Flanagan. <laughs> Alex, are you Team Raymore or Team Flanagan? I have no idea what that means. The furniture store, Raymore and Flanagan? That does not exist where I live. Maybe that's a Northeast thing. Could be. Could be. I, I ask many people that, and then I'm always like, knew you were a Flanagan guy. Like, just. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like it'd be the same if I was like, um, are you a Salino or a Barnes kind of guy? Again, I don't know what that is. Salino and Barnes are, are, injury are, attorneys. Eight hundred. Oh, I mean, every, oh, we we have Hupy and Abraham. So like, you know, that's that's what that's Midwest is Hupy and Abraham. I think they have that. They think they have the they have the territories and the chair. Like this is basically <laughs> injury attorneys as the territories. And so, like, Salino and Barnes is the Northeast. QB and Abraham is the Midwest, you know? Ah, oh, damn, pal. Gonna come by them all. Yep, uh, that's true. T Electric Mayhem says, Chase you. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, one, Lieutenant Photo says, Curijo Cabinet. Wow. That's good, right? That's really um, good. We're heating uh, up now, man. We're getting in. Yeah. Lieutenant Photo, again, Credenza Amore. <laughs> you don't um, get enough credenza puns in this world no we don't no lieutenant photo says cm bunk bed cm bunk cm bunk louisville says techno tea table 2000 <laughs> you guys have to stop enabling me but i love it so much thank you um <laughs> koi we're gonna we're gonna save this for another time because that does not doesn't, we don't need to do that now. Um, True Infamous says, outdoor patio McAfee table. <laughs> Jambeard says, Ikea Ripley. That's really good. <laughs> Ikea Ripley is really good. Um, uh, True Infamous and Chris Pereira um, have the same thing, but one of them wanted it uh, read by somebody specific. Steiner Recliner. Oh, we love a Steiner Recliner. Like True Infamous wanted to add the sofa recliner. Like, listen, if you if you need your sofa to recline as well, like just at that point, just just lay on the sofa. You that know, is it's just a, a bed. Just lay on a, bed. It, it's a bed. It's a bed. You and now your bedroom is your living room. And like, <laughs> so that's always the case for you. Ayo. Uh, True Infamous says Tommy end table. <laughs> uh, True Infamous also says brother love seat. <laughs> The Electric Mayhem says the Enforcer Armoire Anderson. Wow. Um, True Infamous says Jonathan Home Goods. <laughs> uh, one Lieutenant Photo says Blair Davenport. That's it. That's the pun. Davenport. I don't get it. I don't. It, it's an old. I think it's an old term for a couch. The only time I've ever actually ever really? heard seen it used is in uh, in Wayne's World, where where the producer sees them. And it's like I don't I don't get it. It's like it, they're, they're, the kids love them. It, I think it's two idiots on a Davenport in a basement. What is this? And he says on a Davenport, and they're sitting on a couch. And I'm like, do old people call couches Davenports? And my dad's like, I've never called that that. So it must be like a, a regional thing, and also like a bygone era thing. But Davenports are couches. 
So Blair Couch and uh um, Davenport's our luxury chairs. Thank you, oh, Orion Ben. Really? Oh cool. Um, true, true infamous says Bob's your uncle furniture store. Bob's discount furniture? No? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little cartoon guy. Jam Beard says, and if you want to test the endurance of your headboard, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we well, um, they're in okay. the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, thank you for those. Matthew Plus has something nice to say. NXT tonight was fire. It was actually, there was some really good stuff. Yeah. And there was some really bad stuff. But there was yeah. some really good stuff. <laughs> um, uh, so, Carmelo is uh, is in the in the back, uh, worried about his friend trick. And then Jack's like, you need to stop being worried about your friend. Be worried about me. I am the law. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kick your ass. You see what I did to, to Eddie Thorpe? I'm going to do the same thing to you. And uh, Carmelo's like, listen, man, I, I don't have time for this right now. And then Wesley comes out, you're going to make time for me. Because he's like steps in between and he like turns around, looks up at Jack and says, you, you want to wait in line. I, I'm next. I, I'm, I'm next. And, uh, and Dijak as soon as I get up. a ladder and come up there, you are. <laughs> And so Dijak's standing there, and Wesley is yelling at Carmelo Hayes, and then Wesley turns around to talk to Dijak, and um, uh, Dijak, uh, says, "After I'm done with Carmelo, then I can, then and I'm the champion. Then I'll then you and I can can settle our beef or whatever. Blah blah blah." And when he says, "I'm done with Carmelo," um, Dijak raises his eyes to look as though he's looking at Carmelo, and then back down to 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 Wesley. And then when they're done, he leaves. And Wesley turns around to look for Carmelo, who isn't there anymore because he walked away a long time ago. But Dijak looked where he used to be to make to trick Wesley because he's very wily, that Dijak. And uh, so then he's able to attack Wesley from behind and smash his head into the lockers and stuff. It's fun. Okay, so admittedly, when Dijak returned to NXT, I was very excited. Mm-hmm. And then with the character, I was like, I don't know about this, but you were like, "No, nah, it's good," yeah. and I was like, "All right," and that now I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's like it's a little. I mean, it's not a little. It's pretty over the top, and everything in NXT is over the top. So I just assume it doesn't work because nothing mm-hmm. else in NXT that's over the top yeah. works. But this works really, really, really well. Yeah, he's so great, great. and the. Uh, 80s action star piece of it doesn't over overpower like the fact that he's smart and menacing like it's a, it's a really really nice yeah. mix of um being able to maintain intimidating and ring intelligence with this character so i'm really in on it i like where this is going and there's not really anybody in nxt that's quite like him i guess von wagner's probably like the closest inside but he's not good so it doesn't really feel like he's a threat because mm-hmm. he's also going to therapy some weeks and goofy other weeks and tabling thing. So anyway, Dijak's great. And I think he plays a very specific role in, in NXT. That's very valuable. Like there's not mm-hmm. a lot of people down there that can do what he's doing. Yep. Um, so yes, uh, Dijak versus Wesley next week for the number one contendership. Uh, so, Whoever wins next week gets Carmelo at uh, at the Heat Wave, um, and Luis uh, reminds us if this is as good as their match at Vengeance Day, we're in good shape. That is true. Uh, also, 
there's a lot more people watching now than we're at the beginning of the show. So I want to tell everybody it's Luis's fightful anniversary this past week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. say nice things about Luis in the chat. And guess what? Yep. If you don't, he can ban you. So I would recommend doing it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, uh, Rey Mysterio is talking with Roxanne Perez, who is taller than Rey Mysterio. And yeah. I'm like, I don't don't think that's accurate. I don't know if like maybe she's wearing heels, um, but she's definitely taller than Rey Mysterio. Roxanne is the smallest girl in the, in the division, so it's very weird. Um, if she's not the smallest one, then Thea Hale is. Maybe and the cameraman Thea... who did this is the same one that had Corbin meeting himself and there was three. Could be. <laughs> Could be. But Thea Hale is like, oh my god, you're in Mysterio. Oh my god, what do I do with my hands? I'm so nervous. Um, and uh, and so she was talking with um, uh, uh, Ray Mysterio for a while, and then... Um, Andre Chase comes up with, with, with Duke Hudson and she was so excited to see Rey Mysterio. And as soon as she sees Andre there, she's like, Ugh. and uh, she's like, do you see that? That's Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I bet he wouldn't throw in a towel. Uh, and she just leaves. So this is what we're, this is what we're getting is, is Thea Hale as bratty teenager. Which but she was also very serious about it, which I liked. It reminded me of me as a bratty teenager, which okay. was, was kind of hard. Like the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, "Yeah, you know what? I he wouldn't have thrown in the towel." And also, no, I don't need to bring a coat. It's not that cold out. Like it mm-hmm. was very, uh, very Kate, mm-hmm. a la fifteen yeah. years old. Yeah. I was a good teenager. I can't even mm-hmm. say that about myself, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it was kind of funny watching Ray Mysterio give pep talks to everyone because that just feels like his whole character. And also, you're right in that you can't do your impression of him. But it's all I can think about when he speaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, but this is the way it's like, uh, um, do you, I know you guys don't really get along anymore, but do you still love your son? Um, and, and it's just like, this. like, I do not approve of the things my son is doing. Like, and it's just, it's just this ridiculous thing that he says. It's just this, it takes, I don't know, a minute and a half just like, um, I don't, I don't, I don't like him right now, but it'll always love him. And but he takes a minute and a half to like say that, and it's just, it is the. It almost sounds like he's overdubbing his own voice. I don't know how to describe it any other way. It does. It does. Um, so um, yeah. then, it's yeah. it's it's uh, it's it's Von um, Von Wagner. Everybody, stop what you're doing. We have, to, we have to talk about this t-shirt. He's got a t-shirt that was that was printed at Kinko's that says you're going to get you're going you're, you're going to get tabled. Which is why we're doing the furniture puns tonight. You're going to get tabled. It says <laughs> It's a black shirt with the most generic block print it in white that broke. says Wahoo's leg font <laughs> <laughs> it says you're gonna get tabled Alex this should be the number one bestseller I don't care <laughs> it's so stupid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes no just... sense nope doesn't no uh, and he cuts a promo on Braun about you know hey hey brownie boar about Bron- brownie brownie boy like are you trying to say brawny boy because you definitely said 
brownie boy, which is not the same thing. But um, you're you're gonna you're gonna get table tonight. That's right. So you better watch it because I'm gonna come down to that ring there and I'm gonna put you through the table, brownie boy. Okay. If like, there's anything I've learned from Dana Brooke and Von Wagner, it's that you cannot be intimidating with the Midwest accent. Nope. It's not their fault, not, but you at just least, can't. At least not those. Not not that one. Specifically. After church, when we go to brunch, I'm mm-hmm. going to put you through a table. Um, here's the thing. When you are so bad at moves, mm-hmm. <laughs> every match depends on you being near a table mm-hmm. makes the fact that Grayson Waller has to leave the ring to do his finisher mm-hmm. small potatoes. Yep. Um, I think the Dudleys already did this, Alex, and I think yeah. they did it better and more strategically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, you're gonna get tabled isn't a. It's not a thing. Yeah. You being tabled isn't. You go through a table. Right. But yeah, I believe I suppose tabling someone would be to put them through a table. But like, yeah, no, I know, I, I get it. It's, it's not... bad. Nope, there's no argument for it. I understand what they're going for. Doesn't work. Um, so I wish they would table this creative. It's right. so bad. So the in the in the match, um, Braun beats him because he's the better wrestler significantly even though he's a heel he beats him clean um and in wrestling logic because then he puts his hand on the baby face's manager and is going to like gorilla press slam him it gives the baby face license to attack the heel and put him through a table when otherwise he would be a giant sore loser so they know enough to know we're never going to buy Von Wagner beating Braun Breaker. Um, and we shouldn't because Braun Breaker was champion twice for a total of like over a year. Um, more than that. Um, and Von Wagner is the come Tuesday guy. And and that's that's his entire thing. That's what that's what he's known for. That and hiking with Kyle O'Reilly, who's been in uh, who's been in AEW so long that he's been injured for over a year. So and like it was that's so a good six months before and, that. Yeah. yeah. Um so guys, yeah, I know was, the urban dictionary description yeah. of getting tabled. That that's not what they're going for with Von Wagner. No, no, no. That's not no, no, but but it also proves that they never Google no, anything in this. Nobody world. Googles yeah. anything. That's, no, that's what we knew proves. that when they were naming people after German U boat sailors and um, uh, submission yep. sororities and the such. Yeah. Uh yeah, I am impressed by how much they don't know what they're doing with Von Wagner. Like, he's comedic, and he's a face, and then he's an empathetic face. But then, now this. like. <laughs> but then, now this is what like, we got. Like, pick a lane and stick to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Braun, Braun, gets, Braun gets tabled, and because um, the shirt spoke the truth. And um and but he's writhing around because he he I think he landed on a corner of something he might have landed on um uh, uh Vic Joseph's um bowl of candy 
because that went everywhere. Um, a few, a, I don't know. It's Vic Joseph. In order to not friggin' lose it, he has to be on a sugar rush at all times. God bless him. I he's would need more than keep that. His, he's got to keep his blood sugar up all the time. He's literally calling out like like him, um, uh, just rambling forever. Hey guys, uh, blonde spawn here. Um, I just want to thank you guys for uh, Kate's really killing it with the ad sales because I bought ad time for this show. Oh, good. Um, so first off, congratulations, Kate, on the sale. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm not sure what your commission is, but I know that I paid an, an awful lot of money uh, to come here and tell you guys about Fightful Select. Now, I do this because Sean Ross Sapp would never promote FightfulSelect.com. Um, he, he already feels like people paying $5 a month is just too much in general, but right. he's got to make a living. And he had just an incredible amount of SummerSlam content up there. He was the only guy uh, that got to interview Cody Rhodes last week. It was very, very impressive. But, you know, I in addition to finding out what, what was going on with Roman Reigns, which he cited today was not a back issue, as some, some had speculated. He had some Sami Zayn news. He had the producer news today. But I've got some scoops on what Sean might have on Fightful Selection. Maybe some full gear news. Whoa, okay. Maybe some news on somebody that's going to be back in action after a very long time on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, I mean, last week, Hopefully he broke the news that Rob Van Dam was joining AEW. That was a thing that, that happened last week. How, how do you know so much about what's coming up on Fightful Select? Blonde well, I'm a blonde Spawn. superhero. Uh, story he's, he's, the okay. he's the blonde Spawn. Todd McFarlane he... drew me. Mm -hmm. And he's very talented. He also did some Spider-Man back in the day. Yep. bet you didn't know that. I'm sure Alex did. Yes, oh, yeah, I know, I know all about it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I don't pay attention to the comics. Sure, but I mean, I, I thought there was a great story that Sean Ross set broke on Fightful Select as well. Uh, on Saturday, Roman Reigns, when will he lose the title? Whenever the F he wants. Right. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was an impressive, impressive story there. Like, there was yes. an awful lot. I mean, yep. let's be real. You, you, you see all these engagement counts, accounts on Twitter that get 200, 300 retweets mm -hmm. off of the work you see at FightfulSelect.com. Go there, plop your $5 down, uh, support them and what they do. I'm sure it would mean a lot to uh, all the staff here. And in fact, uh, they're going to update that, that merch article that they posted. And uh, there's some very interesting details there. But I just wanted to come here and show some love to Fightful Select. Because Sean Rossap never does. No. No, that's uh you know so much about our editorial calendar. It's really impressive. Mm. Well, listen, I'm a devoted fan. We uh, how's my it. hair look? It looks pretty good in this, huh? It's pretty, pretty good. good. Have you considered bangs? No, uh, I think that's a mistake. And anybody that, that makes that move also Oh no. <laughs> Time's up. I sold the ad. Uh <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's what you did. You sold the ad. So that's that's all. It was a tight 90 seconds and we're out. Mm -hmm. So yes. you can start insulting the bangs. Mm -hmm. Get the hell out of here. That's what I say. Yep. But you know what? That what? 
extremely specific ad buy. Um, mm -hmm. I gotta say, it raises a good point. There's a lot of great stuff coming up on Fightful Select, and a lot of great stuff that came out this week. That story mm -hmm. about Roman dropping the title whenever the he feels like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's an intense one. Um, yeah. I'm very excited about whoever is coming back from injury. I don't know. Um, but I hope it's Kyle O'Reilly because that would make me really, really happy. But mm. do leave a thumbs up on this video as well. We'll do what is normally kind of like our, our little ad break around the blonde spawn. I almost said blonde Sean, which is not who that was uh, mm -hmm. at all. So I don't mm -hmm. know why I almost said that. But uh, please leave a thumbs up on this video and please, please, please subscribe if you're not subscribed already. We're so close to 100,000 uh, subscribers here on Fightful YouTube. So we would really, 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 really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, was that Shazza under the mask? I think so. No, there would have been a much bigger pop if it was her. Much bigger pop if it was Shazza. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there was an Eddie Thorpe vignette which was impeccably produced. Yes. Um, really well done. Um, it's like they have their own little uh, short film uh, class that they run for the producers down there, which which honestly wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, so that's fun. Uh, he's he's not done with Dijak. Dijak may be done with him, but Eddie Thorpe's not done with Dijak. So there you go. Um, and then uh, Rhea's backstage uh, with, with uh, Dum Dum Dom Dom. And um, and then Lyra's like, hey, did I prove it to you? Yeah, did I prove it to you by beating uh, JC Jane? Well, now you prove it to me. Because all you ever do is go out there and interfere and cost uh, Dom's opponent the match, and that's why he's a champion. So how about you prove that uh, he doesn't need your help uh, and stay back here and let him fight his battles on his own. Why don't you do that for once? Um, and, uh, and then she leaves. And I, I expected Rhea Ripley to turn to Dominic because this is how storytelling works and go, well, she's not going to like, like I'm not letting her, it's not because of what she just did, but we're going to prove her wrong. You don't need me out there. You are the best luchador in the history of luchadors. I lie every time I say that, but this, but this time I'm telling the truth, even though I'm lying. Um, so you're going to go out there and you're going to beat Dragon Lee, who you are better than. Again, that's not a lie. It is a lie. Um, and I'm going to stay back here and you're going to do it all by yourself. Um, and that could either A, be the reason that Dominic loses because he doesn't have mommy to watch his back. Or he could cheat all by himself because that's pop. He could cheat of his own volition, figure out a way to cheat. It doesn't require mommy to do it for him. You mean or, like lie, cheat, steal himself? Right, right. Or God forbid, if you want to make me believe this guy's the third best wrestler on the planet under 30 years old, maybe he could win a match just by winning the match for once. You had an opportunity with this scene set up by Lyra Valkyrie to do any of those things. And you chose to just, just, just do business as usual. Because because it doesn't matter. So yeah, that was really annoying. Uh, <laughs> I was I was quite annoyed by what happened in the main event because they went out of their way to set this up and then have nothing changed to your point. Like I thought there would be at least some more clever cheat. I thought maybe Finn or Damien would have popped out, something like that. Um, which I still wouldn't have liked, but 
to go out of your way to do that, especially because Lyra Valkyria made the good point of, I did exactly what I said I was going to do. And then I loved Rhea's reaction, like, yeah, you did great. And she said, no, 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 no. I did exactly what I said I was going to do. And now Mm -hmm. it's your turn. Um, I do think this might be leading to Mustafa Ali being the one to put the punctuation point on that, which would make me very happy if he goes over. Um, but they shouldn't have done this angle this week then? That doesn't make any sense. Right. But Thank also, you. who knows when Rhea's available, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, some, I, 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 I doubt that there was a, a Kush tree in the background, as some have reported. Um, but uh, cannot cannot confirm. Um, uh, I can confirm that uh, Ivy Nile should be really, really pissed. At, at her friends, the Creed brothers, because they showed up um, on on the, uh, <laughs> on the green screen last week, and so they're they didn't leave. They didn't leave her. They've been around, and she's been like depressed and in a funk ever since they lost that match because they had to leave and they left her behind. But they didn't actually. So like when when. Uh, they finally revealed that they've been hanging out the whole time. Um, she should punch them in the face and put Brutus in that ridiculous little uh, uh, sleeper hold she does. Because um, uh, she should be really mad. Uh, because um, she loses to Kiana James, um, who starts the match off by throwing the throwing the bag at her face. I'm like, ding, ding. And ding ding that you can't like just dis- you disqualified yourself before the match started. You hit it with a foreign object to start the whole thing. Um, but anyway, um, also like, are there still paint cans in there? What happened to Gigi? I don't know. No, yeah, she says uh, Gigi Dolan. Um, I, I I I stopped her from revealing my wild side, but I do have one. Well, then you didn't stop her from revealing it if you're admitting you have one. Because yeah, what? Um, what? And so, what? And so, um, (laughs) so anyway, um, all of Schism is tired of waiting around for the Creeds to show up. Oh, they they have that in common with me, I gotta say. (laughs) So they, they come out and they just stand around the ring to intimidate Ivy Nile and just go, Creeds, 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 Creeds. And then Ava Rain takes a swipe at um, at Ivy's ankle, so then uh, Ivy walks into like a sideways one-legged code breaker, um, and and loses because uh, she's a dumb dumb uh, babyface who can't not be distracted. Um, and then uh, all of Schism gets in the ring, and they're going to like torture Ivy Nile to death until the Creeds appear. I think was their plan. But they get saved by Tony D and and Stax, um, and uh, they were o- over incredibly concerned with with Ivy Nile's well well being, and so uh, I think she should ditch the Creeds uh, for Tony D and Stax. She should be their little enforcer that they send in to like murder people. <laughs> it's like she's the one who lets people sleep with the fishes. Is uh, is Ivy it will be fun? But yeah, they they run off the dyad and all the schisms. I thought that like two of the guys in the masks were going to be the creeds and everyone gets in the ring to intimidate Ivy, but two of the guys pull off their masks and then beat up the GYVs. No, they weren't there. They're not there. 
My notes just say Ivy with a sad face. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I. Like, Ivy's just this very likable but menacing tiny little ass kicker that's an incredible wrestler. Mm-hmm. And Diamond Mind had, like, this kind of wrestling purity thing around it. And what the fuck is this? I was also just getting, like, I just started twitching because I was getting these flashbacks to... Alex... Do you remember a little independent promotion called Control Your Narrative? I do. I remember that. Yes. Before they were a full promotion, that concept was kind of in play with EC3, where they did like a narrative match. And it it was actually an impact. It was it was pretty all right the way it was done. I wasn't a fan of like the way the match was put together, but they did a cinematic thing. I think this was during COVID, where it was like everybody was around the ring and it felt more authentic than just somehow with the way it was produced felt more authentic than raw underground and stuff. It really felt like all these guys came to watch these two guys fight. And Mm -hmm. um, this felt like they tried to do that, but then got everybody masks from party city and didn't advance Mm -hmm. a story that's already dragging. And I love the creeds. I really like Joe Gacy. I love GYV. I, uh the rock's daughter uh i i don't have a, like a full opinion on just because i feel like i haven't seen her do anything so it's not like a slight to her i just am much more familiar with everybody else in this to actively create something that is this rough like when i want to be rooting for all these guys is it's brutal man especially because this is you shot it in the foot the second this was a loser leaves town match not only because they came back, but because they really should have left town. Like, the Creed should be on the main roster right now. Yeah. This is so silly. And they should have taken Ivy with them. So, um, there's just a whole lot of circumstances around this that stink yeah. about it. And it, it was so... I just want Ivy to feel like the focal point of her own matches. And it just... Mm-hmm. The the wrestling aspect of this felt so secondary. And Keanu James is good, too. Um, so... This is just a bummer because I would have liked to for the focus to have been on the match or the story to advance, and it feels like we got a story not really doing anything, but being very distracting. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. <sighs> Unfortunately, um, but here's the other thing we not talked about. We got to talk about this. Oh, oh, it's all on. Apparently, Luis says, when WWE posted the skit from last week with the, the skit with the um, green screen, uh, Niall got angry on social media for not being invited for vacation. Apparently, that was the thing. That was the... That is up there with Brock wanted to main events. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I um, wanted to go on a green screen vacation. <laughs> So we have two more things to talk about before we get to the, the main event. So if you got jukeboxes, start getting those in now. Um, because we are we are we are cutting them off. Closing time. We are cutting them off when we talk about the main event. We're cutting them off. Um so uh hmm. So there was a very special after-school special um, 
shot entirely via text message between uh, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, oh, no. where they felt really bad about about being mad at each other, and um, and about disappointing their grandpa who trained them and looked after them, and he what would he say about us right now and. It featured, um, it took place over several hours of texting back and forth. You could tell because it started out with Angel Garza fully clothed on his couch. <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, he was shirtless in his boxers in his bedroom. Um, but they didn't like show, they didn't have him show us him walking into the bedroom to like take off his shirt. So he was just magically shirtless. And then the same thing happened to Huberto Carrillo. So they both sleeping shirtless in their beds. Looking at their phone, and and uh, Angel Garza cries a single tear because they're going to try and make him proud. They're going to try and make so. So this is where they they're no longer Los Lotharios. They'll be something else. Um, uh, Los hijos de Garza. I don't know. Um, and I don't know what they're going to be. Uh, but this was, I think, we can all agree, unintentionally hilarious. Because it just, it was, it was just, it just feels, felt so maudlin. Like, and there's also no reason this couldn't have been a conversation face to face. Like, thank you for meeting me here. I wanted to talk to you about what happened. Yeah, I know. I got a little heated and I apologize. Um, yeah, you shouldn't have left. You shouldn't have just walked out on me like that. You're right. I shouldn't have, but I'm frustrated. I keep thinking about grandpa. I'm thinking about what he, what he would say if he saw us now. We should be honoring him. I think we're embarrassing him. You could do all of that face to face and not do texting back and forth. Oh, I feel bad about grandpa. Like it did, 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 I don't know why it is. It's weird. I was so distracted by the fact that his shirt suddenly disappeared. Yeah, I know. Um, and I can't explain why, but it just felt like they were in the same house. Like when I was watching I mean, it, I was like, listen, it felt like they were on different it, floors of the same house. They, they I can't definitely shop at the same decor store. Yeah, like it's it's all the same furniture. Here's the thing: it would not surprise me at all if they didn't find two different locations because you got to like set up lights and you get a crew there. So like they just had oh, they yeah. shot all of Angel Garza's scene and but, shot all of Humberto Carrillo's scene in the same place. But made them feel like they were, they 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 live next door in the same condominium development, but but have to text back and forth. It's not like when the Cease twins text each other about cheese sticks in our chat. No, no it's not. <laughs> that was one of my favorite uses of our chat ever. Was like her mm -hmm. phone's dead. I'm gonna ask her to mm -hmm. get me a cheese stick in the chat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I, it also, like, in real life, texting loses. <laughs> Ramos saying they should have panned out in the last scene to show they were on the same bed together going to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's, That's delightful. Funny. That's really funny. Um, like, texting by human nature takes emotion out of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you do that with uh, mm -hmm. toxic attraction because they're like we're going to Mandy's pool to go to the pool. It totally made it sense works. for them to, to totally work for them. But just I don't know. Well, like just... I'm thinking about my grandpa. 
I wouldn't text my sister that if I was having like a memory about my grandpa. I would call her and be like, I was listening to one of his records. Mm-hmm. Evoked this memory. Um, much less our whole careers staked on it over mm-hmm. text. Yeah. yeah. I would love if they like went really far with it though and started using bitmojis. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should have they should have just all only done reaction uh, gifs back and forth. Just... Yeah, it's just like all shits creeks. Like yeah, shits creeks in the office. Big office. You David. <laughs> Big office fans. The the British office because they're purists. Oh my goodness. Um. Now Louise saying, as someone that knows the history of the Garza family, this got me all sorts of sour. So. Oh well, I'm sorry it turned you sour instead of felt tributy. But maybe mm-hmm. maybe there's optimism for the rest of the angle since it is sincere. That would be nice. That'd be nice. Hey, uh, Tiffy. Um, yes, you rang. What could you re- re- recreate the promo that you gave uh, on the show tonight? TBH, I probably could because what happened was Mackenzie Mitchell asked me what was next for me, and I went over a variety of outfits that were possibilities, including a blue dress and this white skirt that was screaming by me at it. But I need the tiffy tiffy top of outfits for me. And pink is a hot color right now because of the Barbie movie, which we can't say on this program, but it's heavily implied. And then Mackenzie Mitchell is like, I actually met your opponent. And I was like, oh, no one's next for me. Toodles. Mm-hmm. She did. That's right. That was the promo. And everybody realized my impression sounds just like her. And they tweeted me about it. And they should. <laughs> and she didn't mention anything about the fact that her boyfriend, Ludwig Kaiser, mm. Was getting a little saucy. Yeah, that's right. With Maxine Dupree on yeah. Raw yesterday. Yeah. I mean, my my boyfriend, Ludwig Kaiser. Not hers, because I'm her. Yeah. Toodles. Yeah. Uh, Jim Beard talking about Los Lotharios. Alex is describing this as someone who hasn't seen it. It sounds like a couple apologizing, making up with each other because they got into an argument, which is weird since they're family. It, it kind of felt that way. It felt like an Usher song. It did. It did. It did. It was so, so Barbie. It was. Oh, she did say that. She, it was. It was so Barbie. Um, it was Barbie. Um, in a, <laughs> now watch Excalibur go uh, tomorrow. Like in a bit of corporate synergy, watch the Barbie movie. <laughs> uh, so, well, like I'll I never s- Mattel. Um, like I said, um, Dominic had a good match for Dominic, so like four out of ten, and Dragon Lee dragging him towards something moderately passable is Dragon Lee being amazing. Um, and then the ending was just the ending, same as it always was, the same fucking thing. Every damn, it's a friggin' mimeograph of every finish of every match that Dominic wrestles. How do they think this is in any way entertaining? Half of the shit that you say you are is entertainment. How can you possibly think that watching the same finish of every match this guy is in would be entertaining? 
I just, I, uh, I, uh, she, she hits Dragon Lee with the belt so that Dominic can pin Dragon Lee. Thus proving Lyra Valkyria 100% right. And uh, so this was a better match for Dominic. I will always give credit where it's due, even when I'm not into someone. Um, he looked a lot better in this. Not great. But no, much more serviceable. He's still does a three oh nine and a half. Like you gotta get that yeah. thing up into the five hundreds. That is not a six one nine. Can't like uh, uh, he's gotten better with his timing and his footwork. Uh like good, but you can't be like my signature things are all things that my adopted father and my actual biological father have bequeathed unto me, and I do them all like dog shit. Like that? No, that can't be your thing. Like, yeah, is, no. especially a six one nine. Three amigos is legit tough. Um, that's out kicking your coverage, and the frog splash has come along. So, like, still not great, but like, we're very critical of him. And mm-hmm. when there are strides, it is good to see. Sure. Um, however, yeah, the creative still sucks. So, um, and the creative around Dominic has been the only saving grace. In, in most of this, but I'm going to start calling the Judgment Day and the Bloodline the Bludgement Day, because it's the same thing every single time. Yep. Um, it's Rhea with the interference in the Bloodline. It's, oh my god, I speared or super huge to the wrong person. Oh my god, someone in a black hoodie appeared, and it's the only person who's not on screen in this current angle. So, uh, it's, it's just always the same thing, and that's frustrating enough, but then you went out of the way to have Lyra Valkyria set up not that. So why did you do that this week? I'm hoping between what we saw with Mustafa Ali and this, that we're getting a one-on-one match between Mustafa Ali and Dominic at heat wave. And that's going to be the one where Dominic has to stand on his own two feet. Mm-hmm. And can't. So I'm, yeah. I'm hoping it's leading there. That just means the pacing for this is off tonight. Um, but it's, it's very frustrating when Dragon Lee is someone I would legitimately very much like to see be a champion too so it's you already have me rooting for that piece of it um and i also felt like i don't know ray didn't really come into play the way that i thought he was going to um no he just just he was just kind of there yeah and, and, and i understand he's the face so he shouldn't be interfering he's, necessarily but he his presence should be felt more than it was i guess he took the belt away from dominic that Dominic was going to use to hit Dragon Lee, which was enough of a distraction that the ref didn't see Rhea hit Dragon Lee with the belt. So actually, Ray cost Dragon Lee the victory because if if Dom was just going to hit Dragon Lee in full view of the ref, which was about to happen, at least Dragon Lee would have gotten the victory by dis- disqualification. So Ray being out there actually cost Dragon Lee the match. So that's great. That's good. Um, George Fitzpatrick asking, can we please get Blair versus Rhea at some point during Rhea's title run? Oof. If she's going to hang out in NXT for a while, yeah, why not? Um, George also says happy anniversary to Luis. Happy anniversary to Louise. Um, uh, Feeling Dreepy says, in parentheses, sarcastic. 
I don't know why everyone is so high on Dragon Lee. He couldn't even beat Dom with Rey Mysterio in his in his to counter Rhea. You know, the guy who always won every single match he had against the Judgment Day because he always had a way of counteracting Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Um, Dragon Lee too looked great in this. He always great. does. He always does. He's a he's a brilliant wrestler. He's an amazing wrestler. Uh, 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 Jambeard says, uh, just remember Alex. The current North American champion, Shamrock Shake, is ranked third best under 30 by Sports Illustrated with a, a, a list compiled by press releases. But the thing I want to talk about is, is I'm a, Booker T. I'm a publicist. I used to be a publicist. Yeah. Those lists are all from people who don't watch wrestling. Right. Um, so, hate to break it to you. Booker T shouldn't be allowed to be. Oh, there. my God. Um, and and Vic Joseph, to his credit, is trying to call him out on so shit. Hard, he's trying. He's so like, hard he's like, out. what are you talking about? And and Booker trails off, like he says, um, Dominic is 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 a champion at twenty six. I mean, uh, what did his daddy ever do before twenty six? Talking about who you know. Who brought some respect to the to the Mysterio name? Well, I asked our our head of research, Luis Polito. He literally said, like, he didn't win any titles before the age of twenty six. Well, but he he said he said he he asked, what did Rey Mysterio ever do before twenty six? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, he was a six time cruiserweight champion in WCW <laughs> by the time he was twenty six. Oh, and also he was a three-time WCW tag champion. Oh, and also he was a three-time WWA light heavyweight champ. And also he was a two-time WWA world welterweight champ. And one-time CMLL Mexican welterweight champ. And a one-time CMLL Mexican trios champion. All he had done before the age of 26, Dominic is 26 right now, is win 17 championship (laughs) belts. That's it. Before 26. What a loser. That's that's all he. What a nerd. (laughs) I mean. um, He's, he's, uh, he's, he just can't, he can't, he's can't, he's can't, he's just, he's not, he just, he actively holds things back from like, uh, yeah. It just feels like he's never seen any of these wrestlers before. Didn't bother to Google them. When I tell you. This is not this is not me thinking I'm so great. Yeah. But like I did commentary at a balloon rally this weekend mm-hmm. and felt like my performance was stronger from what I Googled about Brian Myers and Matt Cardona. Um yeah. and a bunch of indie guys. Like it is unbelievable how much he's just wrong. Like his commentary in this main event was acting like Dominic was the baby face, not like he was the heel commentator looking at things from the heel side. Like mm-hmm. he, like Dominic was the baby face. Right. Like it was so bad. Um, yeah. The Heritage Cup commentary was awful too. It was like, worse, yeah. It, it's, it's distractingly bad and it's actively holding the product back. And, and to the credit of WWE on Raw yesterday, which was a little bit stronger of a Raw than we've seen, I think a large part of it was helped by the fact that they got Kevin Patrick out of there. God bless him. Mm-hmm great with his backstage role was not prepared for, or kind of given the choice for the commentary role mm-hmm. and is not the guy who should be offsetting Corey Graves. It was mm-hmm. a bad duo from the start, 
But when you add Michael Cole and Wade Barrett in there who know what the heck they're doing Mm -hmm. on a three-hour show makes a real big difference. And I don't Mm -hmm. know what Vic Joseph did in a past life to deserve this, Mm -hmm. but there's not enough candy in that candy dish in the world, Alex. That guy's going to start sneaking in a flask if this continues. What on I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, Yeah. So uh, here we go. Uh, More puns. Um, Electric Mayhem says, uh, wardrobe games. <laughs> um, true infamous Tyson kids bedroom set. Uh, true infamous <laughs> Ivy file cabinet. Also Dan, <laughs> Dan Lampert. Lamp. I'll take it. Um, Arja says, and Otis men. Otis oh, like an Ottoman? Ah, there you go. Um, uh, Lord Kev, how about uh, Chad Table? Uh, thank you. He actually wrote that out. Um, True <laughs> Infamous says uh, the Wayfair. The, the Way. Fair. They've got just what I need. Yeah, no, Electric says uh, drop leaf toehold. <laughs> True Infamous says Rob Vanity Dam. That's really good. <laughs> Um, True Infamous says L A Nightstand, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Stand. <laughs> <laughs> True Infamous says uh, Matt Credenza, the Cardona, mm-hmm. nice, yeah. nice. All the action yeah. figures go on the Credenza, nice. nice. Uh, nice. True Infamous says uh, T bar stools. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, true leave a infamous... thumbs up for all these puns. Yeah. True Infamous says Nikki A.S.H. Lee Furniture. Nikki Ashley Furniture. <laughs> um, Lord Kev says TNA's Angelina Love Seat or Booker Shelf Tea. Uh, true Infamous says Hook Cases. <laughs> Send Hook Cases. We would, we would also accept Hook Shelf. That works too. Um, uh, Patchy Rick says, "Has anyone said Judgment Daybed? No, no one has said Judgment Daybed." Um, uh, True Infamous says, "Scott Hallway Area Rug," uh, and Je- Jesse Jesse Ozog has uh, Chelsea Lounge or Commoder, not Commander, but Commoder. <laughs> uh, there were some that I, that I, yeah, Commoder that I um they, that I starred um, because I wanted to read them, um, e- even even if I'm not going to tell you who wrote them. But I'm gonna read them because they're too damn good. Buddy Murphy bed, Ottoman <laughs> in the mask, um, seat M Punk, FT armchair, the artist formerly known as Prince Ayakia, uh, couch of black, uh, <laughs> uh, Kofi table, Kofi uh, table. Oh, Kofi table's really good. Bella twin beds. <laughs> you can anymore. look, but you can't sleep. That was all. Bella Twin Beds and Coffee Table with us. I like Couch Coffee of Black. Coffee Table. Oh Coffee my Table is really good. Coffee Table. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know why I love the artist formerly known as Prince Iokea. That's great. Iokea. That's so good. Um, um, uh, Jambeard says 17 by 26 is basically him winning a title every year and a half of his life, not his career. <laughs> That's insane. Um, and Dragon Lee is 28. Shall I list that too? 
two times ROH TV champ, two time ROH tag champs, two time CMLL world light heavyweight champ. So he's only a six time uh, champion by 28. But Loser. obviously, obviously, oh, Dominic, Dominic's going to get at least a dozen title reigns between now and, and two years from now. Obviously, I don't even know what we're talking about here. That's ridiculous. Um, Luis also wasn't done. There's more. Oh, he's, he's still. He's still There's going. There's like another three. Uh, AAA World Tag Champ, CMLL World Welterweight Champ, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champ. Right? Is that what I, is it? Junior? Yep. Junior? Yeah, there you go. Um, I'll, I'll come back to that because I'm sure he's going to keep writing. Um, Jambeard says, here's two suggestions for Get the Flick Out of Here to continue to do a tribute to Paul Rubens. The Buffy the Vampire movie and Mystery Men. Mystery Men, I have I like tabled as like a thing. I didn't table it. You're not going to get tabled. But I put it aside um, for a, for a different for never another another week. Um, uh, this week we're doing the new John Cena Jackie Chan Netflix movie that uh, they keep promoting on Raw as the number one movie on Netflix. It's probably going to be absolute shock schlock, but we haven't done a new movie in a really long time. It's so true. We got to. Oh that. my God, Coco be chair. <laughs> I can see his little Frankie sitting in the chair. Eddie King's bed. Partner. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Eddie Kingston, so, who had such a good G1. He did. Should have should have kept going. Should have won it. Paul Elizabeth says GW Pringle is most amazing, like SGS and Kalex. Well, thanks, Thank you, Paul. That's so nice. All right, here we go. Let's figure out what are these things here. Isn't it nice um, that my mom took my dad's name so that we could just be the Elizabeth family? Mm-hmm. It is nice. Um <laughs> So traditional. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. There was a something that came in last night um, that I wanted to do tonight because we do jukeboxes tonight. Jesse Ozog uh, wants um, uh, do somebody doing false staffs. The better part of valor is discretion. Um, from Henry the Fourth, Part One, and wanted me to do it as Cody or whoever I wanted to do it as. Um, and I don't really, like I said, I don't really have a Cody. So, um, Jonathan discretion. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, yeah, this is uh, so. Uh, emboweled. If thou embowel me today, I'll leave you to powder me and eat me too tomorrow. Splud was time to counterfeit, or that a heart term against Scott had paid me Scott and lot to counterfeit. I lie. I'm no counterfeit. To die is to be a counterfeit, but he is but the counterfeit of a man who hath not the life of a man. But to counterfeit dying when a man thereby liveth is to be no counterfeit, but the true and perfect image of life indeed. The better part of valor is discretion. In the, in the which better part I have saved my life. Voons! I am afraid of this gunpowder Percy, though he be dead. I got a text message that said Trish Adora. Adora. Mm, Adora. That's real good. Very good. Okay. Um, let's get through these jukeboxes. Um, Nathan Frazier sings Walk by Pantera in honor of <laughs> Rob Van Dam. Um, here we go. I'm glad Tony Khan paid for that one. Can't you see? I'm easily bothered by persistence. One step from lashing out at you. You want to get in to get under my skin and call yourself a friend? I've got more friends like you. What do I do? Is there no standard anymore? What it takes, who I am, where I've been, belong. You cannot be something you're not. Be yourself by yourself. Stay away from me. A lesson learned in life, known from the down of time. 
Respect, walk. What'd you say? Respect, walk. You're talking to me, you're talking to me, and Bob's your uncle. Uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Jukebox from Talitric Mayhem from Matt Riddle singing She Blinded Me with Science. <laughs> Sometimes I just love how out of left field some of these are. Uh, <clears throat> it's poetry in motion, bro. She turned her tender eyes to me as deep as any ocean, as sweet as any harmony. But she blinded me with science, bro. She blinded me with science. Failed me in biology. <sighs> now, when I'm dancing closer to her, blinding me with science, 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 I can smell the chemicals blinding me with science, bro. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, that's good. Guys, some of these are on the chopping block because you got them in too late. I'm sorry. We'll yeah, carry them over yeah. next week, but yeah, we've got a hard out. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, oh my god. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> you guys are crazy. All right. Um, I got to put on the wig for a bunch of these. No, hey, here's one for you. <laughs> Orion Ben wants Tiffany to sing Anniversary from Tony, Tony, Tony. Okay. Tomorrow will come and girl, I can't wait. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. The first thing I'll do is run straight to you. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. Made for you and me. And I've only made plans to hold your little hand and it's our anniversary. Anniversary. The pleasure's all mine because we've seen good times. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. Victoria will be no secret by the end of the day. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. A small cup of tea to you and me. It's our anniversary. Toodles. Great. Wonderful. Fantastic. Um, all right, let's do this um, really quick because we've done this so many times before. Your dad requested Tony D and Tiffany doing summer nights from, from Greece. Um, we've done, we've this, done this so many times. Well, at really? least four or five times. Yes. Um, okay, <clears throat> all right, summer loving, hand me your blast. Summer loving happened so fast. I met a girl crazy for me, met a boy Italian as could be. Summer mm. <laughs> days drifting away, drifting away to, uh, to all those summer nights, those summer nights. Wella, 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 tell me more. Did you get very far? Something like that. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, uh, did uh, he uh, have uh, a uh, car? Okay. She swam by me. She got a cramp. He ran by me, got my suit damp. I saved a life. She nearly drowned, eh? He showed off, splashing around. Summer sun, something's begun. But all oh, those summer nights. Ah, that's it. Okay. I feel um, like I did that oh, as Moni. I don't remember yes, doing uh, that as Tiffy. No, but but we've done it in the past a few times. Not as Tiffy. I believe though. you. Not Tiffy though. Um Doormat Hardy. Doormat <laughs> Hardy from Okay. Um 
now we have this Jerry Maguire monologue where, uh, who is it? It's Darby and then Tiffany saying the last line. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Doorman Hardy. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. I'm looking for my wife. Wait. Okay. 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 If this is where it has to happen, this is where it has to happen. I'm not letting you get rid of me. How about that? This used to be my specialty. You know, I was good in the living room. They'd send me in there. I'd do it alone. And now I just, I don't know. But tonight, our little project, our company had a very big night, a very, very big night, but it wasn't complete, wasn't nearly close to being in the same vicinity as complete because I couldn't share it with you. I couldn't hear your voice or laugh about it with you. I missed my wife. We live in a cynical world, a cynical, cynical world, and we work in a business of tough competitors. I love you. You complete me. And and if I had just had... Uh, Shut up. Shut up. You had me at hello. You had me at hello. And I had I'm you so at toodles. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking for Malachi Black. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brody King. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Um, so there's that. And then I'm then Darby and Ludwig do a garden, a secret, a, a, a duet of Secret Garden by Bruce Springsteen. I love you guys so much. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, uh, she'll let you in her house if you come locking late at night. She'll let you in her mouth if the words you say are right. If you pay the price, she'll let you deep inside, but there's a secret garden she hides. She'll let you in your car to go driving round. She'll let you into the parts of herself that'll bring you down. She'll let you in her heart. If you got a hammer and a vice, but into her secret <laughs> garden, don't think twice. Thank you. Um, that was so soulful. Uh, okay, well, another another Ludwig Ludwig to sing to Tiffany. It wasn't me by Shaggy. <clears throat> Um, okay. Um, honey came in and she caught me red handed, creeping with a girl next door. Picture this we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had given her? An extra key. All this time she was standing there. She never took her eyes off me. It wasn't me, Tiffany. That was Giovanni with Maxine Dupree. All right, I caught um, you red-handed. Okay, cool. All right, good. Um, okay. That, all right. That's okay. That's good. What do we got? All right, good. We got plenty of time. I'm doing this now. Um, uh, <laughs> Ludwig to sing the Power Rangers theme song. <laughs> and then you got one, and then I got my two Ricky Rainbows, and that's yes. it. Okay. <clears throat> They've got a power and a force that you've never seen before. They've got the ability to morph. And to even up the score, 
No one can ever take them down. The power lies on their side. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> the Morphin, no? Oh no. Uh, okay, good. Now we go. <clears throat> this is deep in the heart of Texas where I totally won clean. Mm -hmm. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. The prairie sky is wide and high. Deep in the heart of Texas. The coyotes <laughs> wail along the trail. Deep in the heart of Texas. The rabbits roosh. That's a wrestling joke around the brush, deep in the heart of Texas. That's it. That's it? Toodles. That's good. All right. Oh, by the way, uh, the final tally of Dragon Lee at 28 is 11 titles. Lord 11. Almighty. At 28. Okay. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else in the world start, they're like, you are 12 years old and you are a wrestler. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, here we go. It's wild. All right. Um, Ricky Rainbow uh, does Patty Griffin's. I just clicked oh. back into the stream from the Super Chat document and the uh -huh. wig was on. It wasn't uh -huh. when I left. Patty Griffin, the cold as it gets, uh, uh, is read by Ricky Rainbow. To the end of the earth, I'll search for your face, for the one who laid all of our beauty to waste, threw all our hope into hell, and our children to the fire. I am the one who crawled to the wire. I am the one who crawled to the wire. There's a million sad stories on the side of the road. Strange how we all just got used to the blood. Millions of stories that'll never be told, silent and frozen the mud. Silent and froze into mud. I know a cold as cold as it gets. I know a darkness that's darker than coal. A wind that blows as cold as it gets. Blew out the light of my soul. Thank you. <laughs> now is cameo candy as requested by a man named Orion Ben. Here we go. Yeah, hmm. It's like candy. I can feel it when you walk. Even when you talk, it takes over me. You're so dandy. I want to know, can you feel it too? Just like I do. Just like I do who? This stuff is starting now. It's the same feeling. I always seem to get around you. There's no mistaking. I'm clearly taken by the simple mere thought of you. Oh, this stuff is starting now. This stuff is starting now. This stuff is starting now. Oh, this stuff is starting now. Who? Thank you. <laughs> you and Hook have a similar hair thing going on. Yours is just brighter. Yeah. No. Um, he goes. He goes to the same, same stylist. Oh, I'm glad you were able to solve that mystery because there's no other yeah. mysteries that really get solved when it comes to you. You know. No, but I might be lying. You never know because I'm a mystery wrapped in enigma, wrapped in an egg roll wrapper, wrapped in a uh, flour tortilla. So you never know. I, I may have never met Hook. 
or he and I might be roommates. You never know. It's possible. Like, it's anything's possible with me. It's so uh, true. Anyway, are you booked just, for Wembley? Am I booked for? Am I booked for Wembley? Yeah, are you going to All In? I mean, I might be, but even if I told you I was, you could never know if I was telling you the truth. And if I told you I wasn't, then also I might be lying because I'm a mystery rapper, an enigma rapper, railroad rapper wrapped in a flower tortilla. It's seasoned just right, and that's it. Well, there's one place to find out if Ricky Rainbow is going to be booked for Wembley Stadium, and that is on Fightful Select, FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the biz. Get all your Ricky Rainbow updates on there, or will you? It's a mystery. We don't know. But Alex... Send, send honk. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Alex corpses of all time. Because <laughs> you just go, what if his name was Honk? What if his name was Honk? I don't I don't think he'd have the same career in AEW. No, maybe it <laughs> I'm the show. I'm done. I can't I can't come back from AEW. Keep cool gobbagoos. Doodles. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.